What's up, everybody? Jeremiah with O Jeremiah. We have a wonderful episode. Uh, I would say big announcement on this episode. I don't want to give it away. I want you to. I want you to have to to earn it. <laughs> but we make a big life update on this. No, we're not pregnant. Do not think that that's what <laughs> that's not what you're waiting to hear. Uh, but we have a very exciting announcement. One that has accidentally been months in the making, and we are really excited for you to hear it and to follow along with it. But uh, if you want the other half of this episode, head to our Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash ojeremiah. Or come see us on tour, because we're going on tour in a couple of weeks. We are hitting New York City, Washington, D.C., Raleigh, North Carolina. And we would love to see you. We have a ton of tour dates coming up. Bluffton, South Carolina. We're going to Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's, it, it, it really does feel like it's happening, everybody. We are back. In a big way, I promise, check out the podcast uh, to get the full details. But we, uh, we're we also wrapping this season with this episode. So we knew that whenever we started the podcast back up, we would want to be able to take a break at some point. And we're going to take the rest of the summer since we're going to be touring. And uh, we will pick this back up in the fall. So if you want more podcasts to get you through it, head to our Patreon as we release a ton of new content coming up. So that's all the details. Check it out. Get into it. This episode of Jeremiah Talks. Let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I know we can get together. Yeah. So this is our so this is our first episode starting talking about fitness, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Because you never like want to talk about like bro stuff with me. It's not okay. Correct yourself. No, fitness no. Fitness is not bro stuff. Well, sure. Uh, I feel like I feel like it's risky to start a podcast with it because I feel like a lot of people turn off immediately. No, I mean I asked you the question though, and I and I was just continuing our conversation. Is that okay? Yeah. So I started doing CrossFit over COVID. We all know that. I'm trying to give context. What if this is the listener's first episode? Doubt it. So uh, I started doing CrossFit over COVID. And recently, you have been getting me to make workouts for you when you go to the gym. Yeah. And we started talking about how on the last workout, I added 15 minutes of cardio. By and I said, hey, I need another workout today. Uh, I, By the way, I liked having like 15 minutes of cardio at the end. That was like my jam. And then you said, well, I think we should do that every time. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, why do you – let's talk about that. Why? Because, okay, for my – clients what I okay it everyone is different right like I think everyone's nutritional needs are what we call bio-individual but I also think everyone's movement needs are individual as well so I do think that there are like common movement activities that work for everyone just like I think that everyone could benefit from increasing their protein do you know what I'm saying like like generic things like that for sure like you should get your Getting your heart rate up is just part of a healthy movement routine, right? Right. And I also think that like strength training is a part of a healthy movement routine for everyone as well. Right. But I but I think those but I think it's going to look different for everyone. Right. And I'm like like I feel best in my body if I do hot yoga once a week and I super sweat it out because I love that. Like, that's a form of movement that works super well for me that does not work for you. Because yeah, you don't I would, enjoy it. I would rather you cheese grate my butt cheeks. That's 
the most disgusting image that you have ever painted on well, this podcast. Well, enjoy it, people, because that is oh, the gospel Oh, my butt just clenched so hard, yes. and I... Okay, okay. It's not enough to make me sit in silence for an hour and a half, but to make me hot and sweaty. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I can't do it. And that's fine. We've already talked about And there's about always, like, one dude to the side of you that can, like, bend his body into a pretzel and, like, yes. can have a full conversation well, like, while he does it. My version of that torture is, like, is the CrossFit gym of, like, going in a space... Someone being like, let's pick up, why don't you pick up the heaviest thing you've ever picked up? And like people like yelling at me and like encouraging me loudly. Yeah. And is like my you are welcome favorite. to, you are welcome to grunt as much as you possibly want I, to. I couldn't, I, that is not an environment that I would thrive in. So everyone's different. The first time I went me, into CrossFit. Right. Uh, my thought, first thought was Aaron would, would hate, hate this. this. Yeah. And it's because not only, like, one fact I think would make you hate it. And it's the fact that a lot of people just drop their barbells. Yeah, that w- I would blink constantly. Oh, it would be miserable. Wait, for wait, me. It would be like, I-, I wouldn't be able to compute with what's happening because I would just be so stressed about my environment. And imagine someone's holding up 225 <laughs> and pounds. And they just drop it. It sounds like the Titanic is breaking into the glacier. Yes. It'd be like me in high school where I always ended up in the fight on accident. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would be in the dropping zone by accident, I would get creamed by people just dropping their weights. Yes. And I just, I, yeah. when a lot of people, when I started doing CrossFit, they were like, Aaron, are you going to do it? I would answer on your behalf, be like, she would hate it. Yeah. I, I used to get really irritated when people asked me that. I'm like, no, do you, do you see me asking Jeremiah to do hot yoga? No. I and, mean, like, do you know what I'm saying though? It's, it would be the equivalent of, of that. But I think some people, just like I think some people in the nutrition world that I would probably argue with, like, I think some people think like, oh, if this works for me, this is going to work for everyone. And I think we have we need to have more of like an open mind of like that is not necessarily true. Like I'm part of my discussions with my clients is just like, how can I find what works for you? Yeah. And so but so I don't like the CrossFit I, I don't think, like you said, I would not thrive in that. So what I've, but I do know that I wanted to increase my strength training because that's not something, that's not something that I gravitate towards, but it's something that I know makes me feel better in my body. It mm-hmm. makes me feel stronger. And so a way I've tried to make that my own with what works for me after a lot of attempts, like I tried Peloton for like maybe two years. And I like that okay, that okay, but this has been my favorite so far, is that you text me a workout. You mm-hmm. also title it. Yep. I give you a title because we do that in CrossFit. And one time you you said, while listening to Dolly Parton the whole time, and I did that, and you were surprised that I did that. Well, so I I think that working out should be fun. And for me, it has almost nothing to do with physical. It's 100%. It makes me less anxious. Mental, yeah. And it makes me... Like, there's something about it, the endorphins it gives me, whatever, that on the days I don't work out, mm-hmm. I I am just at least 40% sadder. Yeah, I know. And it, it, is, a, it is a natural way to make me less anxious, happier, mm-hmm. and more present every day. Well, and um, I would say... Progress, tangible progress for me in terms of working out is, and you know this, like I used to have a really hard time if I like didn't do my workout, like I would be in a bad mood until I got my workout over with because I felt like it was a, 
my mentality was I want to get done with this. Yeah. Now it's something that I look forward to as like me time because lately I've been like doing the sauna afterwards and that, of course, you know how much I love that. Like that makes it like a reward. Do you know what I'm saying? And I like, I enjoy that time for myself because, but I used to think, oh, I'm not a morning person, so I'm not going to work out in the morning. So my days are just doomed to be annoying. But it's like, no, it's about finding like what is going to work for you. So back to my question. Yeah. Um, 15 minutes of cardio. 15 minutes of cardio. And the reason why is because cardio is my favorite part. And because I have watched, like if I was making, like if I was making workout regiments for everyone, they would be different based on how I know them, right? Uh, I know for you, there was a season where you ran multiple miles every day. And then you hurt your knee. And then you, you hurt something. You hurt, I think it was your knee. I can't remember. Yeah, you, you stopped running because of your knee. And uh, I think running and cardio became more of a daunting task emotionally for you. And I feel like a lot of that had to do with the season that we were in, because as COVID continues, I'm learning more about the there is long COVID from the virus. And I think there's also like emotional long COVID, which is like the emotional turmoil we still continue to experience. They're calling it like long hauler syndrome. Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't know that was a thing. I was Mm -hmm. I thought I was being profound. That's like in the health and wellness world. We're trying to like it. You would be baffled by the amount of discussions that are happening right now with people's clients being like, oh, they have this weird thing and it's so wild. Like, I've never even heard of this happening to someone. And then the question is, well, when did they develop that? And they're like, after they had COVID. Mm. And so now all the medical field is trying, or a lot of, I don't know all, but there's new studies on how to overcome long hauler syndrome with your clients. So I'm not even talking about long haul from the virus. I mean... Oh, you mean I from mean, the emotional part? Yeah, I mean, but I mean from being locked up. I mean from, you know, the pains, like the ordinary things. Like, I wonder how much weight is getting put on our hearts from little things such as Chipotle still doesn't have all the ingredients. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at one, at what point does your heart and mind collect all of that data that the world isn't the way that it used to be? Right. You and I talked about this recently and we talked about different stressors on the body and how like, you know, we were all before we knew we could really be outside. We stayed inside all the time. Yeah. And before we were reminded, hey, actually, no, like we need to go outside. (laughs) Uh, The body receives not getting sunlight as like, oh, you must be dying because you're not out in nature yeah. What's wrong with you? Are you holed up in a hospital? Right. Like, or, or your body's like recognizing, I haven't seen sunlight in two weeks, so I'm going to go into protection mode. But another thing that you and I talked about was that the idea from, I think, the emotional part that you were talking about with COVID, that I think also ties into our health, though. Like, I don't think those lines are, I, th- I think those there's no lines with that. I think it's all connected. Okay. And with like stress on the body mentally is... Th- it can impact the stress on the body physically. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Um, but someone, I heard someone talk about on another podcast that, you know, your, your nervous system is kind of what regulates your stress response and how you feel and how, what happened with COVID is that you walked in and now what was new for your body is that if you walked in the room 
with a crowd of people, your vagus nerve kind of got triggered and it was like, oh, danger, this is not good. And so now whenever you walk into a room, even like a couple of years later, because of the environment that we kept putting ourselves in of like being distant from people, now whenever we are physically close to people, our nervous system freaks out a little bit. Yeah. And how long is it going to take before that goes away? Right. That's what I mean. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's little, like I still think when I order something off the internet, it's going to take a year and a half to get to me. Because there was that season where the UPS, no, not UPS, uh, the USPS, it felt like they handed the delivery driver like a package and that package just got thrown into the air and a bird was was supposed to bring it to you or something. Like, it just took so long. Packages would get lost. And I just remember thinking, like... I, I mean, I get it, though. No. And I'm not saying... Oh, you're just saying I'm not making what... light of it. Yeah. But I wonder how many times that has to happen before you think, oh, I'm never going to get mail for the rest of my life. I'm not trying to make it small. Yeah. I'm not, like, bashing people that, like, got... I was one of those people. No, I know. I know. Like, I still struggle. I went to therapy today about COVID. I thought I was going to talk about almost drowning. And in describing what was going on with me, she was like, I'm going to be honest. It sounds like you're just still working through COVID. Mm. And that's that's what it kept going back to. It kept going back to we used to be musicians all the time, and then COVID stopped it completely. And I wonder if I'll ever feel like that again. Speaking of, okay, so are you ready for our announcement? I am. I do want to talk about talk about that again can we revisit this on the patreon oh sure i didn't i thought you were at a good stopping point no no that's great um so i guess our news this is what the whole so this is the last episode of the quote season of this season we're gonna take back up in the fall and if you're still on our patreon you're still gonna get a ton of really awesome stuff we're actually working through new releases and new releases and uh what patreon is gonna look like over the next uh few months because but but the podcast is gonna go just for logistical purposes 10 up front in the spring summer break 10 in the fall Yes. That's exactly. our vibe now. Yes. Uh, but Patreon is only going to get more fabulous as we kind of navigate this next season. Obviously, they're going to get a lot of vlogs because... So, we... Can we start from the beginning? Can of... We, of our lives. Ruben? Scotty and Cynthia met. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, so, over pandemic, we got a van. I was an accident. And... Sorry. That was too late. Uh, yeah, those two... Swing in a minute. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so... We got this van thinking we were going to use it on the weekends to tour with noodles. And we did, and we enjoyed it a lot. I think we've talked about that here. Yes, we've enjoyed it a lot. And then we started seeing what it would look like to buy a house. And there was one day in particular when we were looking to buy a house where it's like, oh, even houses like in our, quote, price range, we can't afford. We also were super into it. I'm not just saying like we casually started looking and got approved for the loan. It was like, no, we looked at like five houses and we put in offers on a couple of houses, one of which we were like in love with. We thought it was was like, this is our life. Like I could picture us being there. And I was thinking forever. I was thinking I'm going to build a studio in the back. We're going to make records all the time. My family was already planning a trip to like come paint it with us. Like it was, we got it wasn't I, what I'm saying is like we actually did really start the process of thinking that this was going to happen this year. And then um, as time went by, we kept we kept missing on houses. We kept 
Like we stopped looking at houses. Well, the less and less houses were popping up on the websites. Mm-hmm. And on the last house we looked at, our realtor walked us in. The house would have been out of our price range. It was on our price range on paper, but knowing the way the market was, they were going to bid over our price range just because that's the way it worked. Like it, it didn't matter what was on the paper because the real number it was going to get sold for was much higher. Yeah. And uh, our realtor basically broke it to us like, hey, if you don't love this, you're not going to be able to afford it because it's going to be more than you want to spend. And we're like, OK, then we can't afford it. And he walks us outside to his car and he looks up in the air. It's a man we don't know super well. And he looks up into the air and he just goes, where does all this go? And I can't stop thinking about that because this is a man that's been a realtor for 20 years. And even he is like, this is the worst time to want to buy a home. Like, I don't know how to even navigate my job anymore. That's how out of hand it's gotten. And you and I left super discouraged thinking like, and I was, I was having a lot of like anxiety about it. Just like, he's a really good realtor though. I don't want to like, oh, he's, he's, he's the bomb. He was the bomb. Like I loved him, but even he was like discouraged at the way the market is going. On our behalf. Cause he was like, this is your first home. I really want this to be like a good experience for y'all. Yeah. And he showed up for us and like, I, I, I I don't even want to say his name because I don't want to reflect like we're dogging him because we're not. But anyway, uh, one day you just look at me in the car and you go, what if we lived in the van? It's so funny because like when we first got, do you realize we've had Ruben since what? Last September? September. Ordered him off the internet. Babe, I'd, how in the world have we had this van for almost a year? You know what else is crazy? What? We never had the inclination to live in the van. And even if we did, it still would have taken us this long to get it ready. I know. Like we never, we we fully thought we were buying a house this summer. Yeah. To the point and, where we were like, why the heck are we buying a van? Yes. And, and like you had joked about wanting to live in the van full time. Like people would joke about it and we we're like, ah, whatever. Like that's dumb. And then. Then it just made sense, and I don't know why. I can't even explain it, but, like, okay. And I tell this story a lot, but, like, I have, like, prayer lists that I type out for us every every new season. Yep. <laughs> like, like spring, almost, I still live in college semesters. Right. So every spring and every fall, I type up a prayer list. And I looked back at our list from January that I, ha- I have, it like, on our dresser in front of, like, our wedding photo. Um, and it says... Like, I always list, like, what we're hoping for and praying for. And I put a house, comma, if it's in God's timing for us. Mm. And I have never, in all of our prayer goals together, I have never tagged an if at the end. Mm. I've only ever said what I hoped for us and was actually praying for. Like, right. like for example, this year I was like, I want Georgia to become a green state with nutrition so I can practice fully. I knew, I know that's I, what you were going to say. I really thought for a split second, you were going to say, I really want Georgia to bring home the national championship. And I was like, please tell me you were the reason we got it this year. But sorry, as soon as you started, I was like, obviously that's no. what she was going to say. But yeah, I thought what? you were going to be a go dogs for a second. Continue. I'm sorry you just, I interrupted. You just interrupted my flow so, so hard. Sorry. Like that was just not even relevant to who I am as a person. I'm so sorry. Okay. Like, like, George, I'm not even going to say that again. That one. Mm-hmm. I have a prayer, like just a, a general prayer for my current and my future clients 
for my students, for you to be- to lean into becoming a confident producer. Yep. Like it's all for OJ shows to come back. Whoa. Whoa. Did that one just hit hard? Ooh. Okay. But it's all things that I am very pretty like concrete about, except the house one. And I always thought that was interesting. And I came back to that a couple months ago before we made the decision to live in the van for a year. Did we ever say it? We're going to live in the van for a year. Yeah. Okay. So with an asterisk, a year is the goal. Yeah. But also let me tie that bow though. So, but I went and looked before we'd made this decision, I think we've made the decision three weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's interesting that I put an if by that. Like, I, I wonder if this is the right time. And it was hard for me to let go because I really was imagining us in a home sooner than later. Hmm. And um, but then it just like came. It just hit me of I think this would be really I think we could do this. And I think it's because. I've seen clients over Zoom and seen what my life could look like with that. And you know how much I love decluttering. And the idea of living minimal feels really good. I I think for me, the thing that makes it really, really appealing is obviously... I mean, a lot of things, right? Oh, yeah. This is legitimately like my dream life, like in every way. Right. And I also want to say that like in no way... I don't think anyone would think this, right? But because of recent conversation with, with like stupid jerks coming up to you after the show, Jeremiah's like not making me do this. This was your idea. It was my idea. Yeah. I yeah. I, I mean, I would hope that the people that listen to this podcast don't think that, but in case anyone does. Yeah. I didn't even suggest this. You were, well, uh, on a dark note, Jeremiah and I all like, Sometimes when I go worst case scenario brain, it's helpful for me to talk it out. And even I think it's helpful in general if you like talk through when your loved ones die, like what is your life going to look like? Yeah. And sometimes I need to go there to kind of like prove that I'll be okay. Yeah. And we always talk about that and, you know, we we joke, but we're serious. But you we, we always talk like, well, what happens if I die and, and it's just you? Like what would your life look like? And you've always said... I would get a camper van and I would just travel the country in it and hop around wherever I wanted to. Yeah. And so you have always wanted this. Yeah. And I guess you never really thought that it would be possible with me because I guess you, did you think it was going to be too much of a sacrifice for me? Uh, I think so. But also I think we are in a very specific time in history where I think you could make the argument that it is the smart decision to do what we're doing. That it actually is like a a good idea. Yeah, because, you know, we can't afford a home that would let us live the way that we need to live. Like to to buy a home, we would have to be house poor for sure. And uh, it doesn't look like it's getting any better. And the idea of not having rent, saving money, getting back to our music career by touring for an entire year, essentially. Yeah. Like staying on the road in the game for an entire year, like regardless of what COVID does. Yeah. Because if COVID ramps back up, we're already home. Yeah. So what if our home happens to be in LA or in Nashville or in New York? Like we are in our home. And it's felt like home on the road already. Already. And we haven't even really 
put, we haven't even committed to it. We basically made it a green room and that was it. But we were like, what if it was already amazing? yeah, Yeah. What if we actually commit to making this feel like home? And as soon as you were like, hey, I think I'm ready, I t- kind of committed to, okay, well, if we're going to do it, let's really do it. Let's make this something – like let's try to convince ourselves we never need a home. That's how homey we're going to make this thing. Yeah. And I just – I got tickled. Like I still – I was having panic attacks really, really bad uh, for the last year. And as soon as we made the call, I haven't even felt remotely like one. And like every night, just about your tension is different. Yeah. Every night I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a panic attack, but I would be aware that a panic attack was possible. And I sleep like a little kid for the first time in a year. You had an almost panic in the van the first time we took a trip. Do you remember that? I did. And that was because it felt like it was, it was closing in on us. I freaked you out about carbon. Yeah. Carbon monoxide poisoning. And (laughs) And it turns out out you, you might've been correct. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's helpful. Um, I, I still don't think it would have happened. Some circulating air. For sure. So we have made, in the last w- two weeks, we have made extreme purchases. Extreme. Like the FedEx guy just dropped off our toilet. And we also spent $350 on Amazon. Yeah. And we are not even done. We have a we have a list, a dry erase board on all the stuff we have to get. Buddy, do we have some material to get? Yeah. But it feels like for the first time since COVID, we're going on a real adventure. Yeah. Like it feels like this is I've, I've been feeling unsettled for some time and I thought, oh, it's uh, it's because we need to like bless up and own a home. And now I feel like that was my body being like, this isn't the right call. There's a lot of evidence that you're n- this is not the time for you. And what I want more than anything is to get back and play shows, mm-hmm. especially whenever like the you know, where we live is where we play, no matter where that is, you know, that's just like such an exciting thing. Yeah. What are you hoping? Okay. When you picture it, what do you picture? Good or bad? Like, what are you fixating on when you think of it? I think mostly good. I, I didn't tell you this. I actually was like crying last night. Oh, wow. Thinking about like not teaching my students for a year. Mm. Well, it also, I mean, cause like I, Two of my students are in orchestra. Yeah. Or they did orchestra for the first time. Right. And I saw, and I got to see their performance yesterday. So obviously that like sparked it. For sure. And I was thinking about it a lot. But they were just like so proud up there that they did it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, and sure. so I was like, oh. I, I, I knew like, that was going to happen at some point. I have my own children ever because I am truly touched by these kids. <laughs> right. No blood re- relation to me at all. Um, yeah. So I was sad last night about that. But whenever I think about it, that's the first time it's been a sad thought. Yeah. The closer we get to it, I think it's there's going to be some more sad things that creep in of just because everyone tells us or a lot of people have told us like, oh, we support you fully. It is going to be really sad to not have you for a a long time. Mm -hmm. We are going to come back to Athens every so often. But like we'll have a P.O. box here. Right. Like throughout the year. And um, our friends have graciously offered to store our things, which is so nice. Yeah. We had someone else offer that yesterday, and yep. that's just so kind. Um, we're going to do like a joint yard sale with someone, which I'm excited for just because I love I love yard sales. Um, but yeah, I think the thing that I think of, and it's funny because it doesn't really match up with what we've experienced so far in van life, but I follow a lot of van lifers on Instagram, obviously. It's like very satisfying to watch their reels. Yeah. And I, 
I envision a lot of like those picturesque desert moments mm. of just like having the doors wide open and it's just us and nature and noodles. Yeah. I picture that a lot. Um, the reality of what you and I have seen though on the road is being parked and just being inside the van. Yeah. More than being open to the world. And I think we're going to prioritize being open to the world in out West, especially. Yeah, of course. But I want to be sure that we do that. And I picture just what tour life used to be like, like coffee shops, really exciting food, um, getting creative with meal planning and budgeting. Yeah. Um, finding a, an ideal spot to like prop up my computer for client work. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So I've, I've really enjoyed getting the van to the point it's at, but every time I would do that, I would, I would put this category in my brain of, but that's okay. Cause we're only doing this on the weekends. And yeah, like we would always tell people this just needs to be for like three nights off grid. Exactly. Like, I just want to be able to make it three days. That's why we bought the battery that was smaller. Yeah. It's because we only wanted three days. That's it. And now... Joke's on us. And now I'm trying to learn, like, oh, here are the things that I'm going to have to do now that it's going to be more than just three days. Yeah. Like, here are the things that I have to, like, fix based on earlier understanding of what this was going to be. Yeah, for sure. But when I think of it, I think of shows first... In regards to, like, when I think of the adventure side of it. Yeah. Uh, but I was washing our dishes yesterday, and I, we had these two pink plates. And I was like, every time I wash dishes, I have to wash these two plates. Like, I just understood that we will use these yeah, two cause plates. Because that's just, like, what we've always done, yeah. And I got to thinking, like, that's exactly what it's going to be like in the van. We're going to have two plates. Yeah, we have all this stuff, but we're really just going to use these staples. Yeah. And I actually... I actually had that thought yesterday is like I started to make a list of essentials and like things that I actually take with me. Right. Like I'm amazed lately at how often I have to clip my fingernails. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of like, okay, well, I mean, obviously you would take that on your trip, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, what are the actual essentials? And yes. I, I don't know if you noticed this, but I wore the same dress last week, three times. Yep. And then I've worn this romper twice. I'm trying to also get used to very small amount of clothing. Yes. So I, that's the funny thing that I've discovered about myself is it doesn't matter how many fancy button-ups or like how many turtlenecks or yeah. whatever I have. I'm only going to wear Buck Mason plain t-shirts. Well, and it's always going to be the most recent thing you bought. Well, and that's right. That's or all for I've, me. That's all I've worn for the past three years. Oh no, you've already had a capsule wardrobe for sure. Forever. I haven't though, so I'm experimenting experimenting with it. I have. Yeah. I've had a capsule shoe rack. I love that, but because I hate buying shoes, but like I am adjusting to that, and I'm also I'm learning how to. Um, so I don't use a hair dryer anymore. Yep. I use maybe like three items of makeup. Yep. Um, and I'm just like. I have one hair product and then dry shampoo. So I'm like, I'm really trying to pare down, which is like super fun for me. Well, we, we signed up for Planet Fitness going back to the beginning of this conversation. And it's <laughs> it's really funny because Planet Fitness is like the anti-CrossFit. Like it's like, don't grunt, don't slam anything or we will murder you and get out. Uh, but really? Is it that quiet? It's It, uh, it has no gym intimidation. Like everywhere, like it's like no noises. There's an alarm at the top of the 
uh, that says, if you grunt or drop a weight, we will sound the alarm. Yeah, it is insanely, like, nerfed working out. Did you find out if they have a sauna? They do not have a sauna. But we got it because it, there are one, there's a there's a Planet Fitness in almost every major city, mm-hmm. if not every major city, and that will be our, like, hub. That will be, like, our Starbucks on the road, which will be like, oh, we can go take a shower, we can go get a, go get a sweat in, whatever. Like, Planet Fitness is a move. Yeah. Because one of the things that I've learned on the road... The reason I love Target is not because of their products, but because every Target feels like home. Yep. It feels like the same Target. Well, and it's going to be interesting for me because you know how I like to stock up on, like, basics. I think COVID made me do that. Yeah. Um, but, like, I was flossing last night, and we I like the little the pick things that yeah. you can do. And I noticed that you're using those now, too. Yep. And so I was like, oh, we're going through them, like, twice as fast. Yep. So I was like, I wonder if I need to like stock up on these for the van. And I'm like, no, I won't have room for that. Like, yeah. not that floss is big, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Just that concept of, oh, we're going to be making Target runs a lot because it's just going to be like, we're not going to order from Amazon anymore for a lot of things or just in not that I'm saying that mentality, right? It's going to be more of like, what am I out of right now? Yeah. Like, let's get stuff for the fridge right now like what are what are actual essentials and like ketchup isn't going to be one of them anymore (laughs) yeah it's like we're going to shop for the next four days not for the next two weeks yes and that is interesting to me like i think we're going to be using canned food more yep Yep. i think we're gonna the a thing that i'm so stoked about is going to farmers markets across the country that would be amazing yeah like can you imagine? Because every time you and I have been to Seattle or uh, Portland, Oregon, we've always like stumbled across the farmer's market and we'll like get our lunch there or something that day. But I always think like, oh, it'd be so cool if I can ac- actually get like a veggie haul and think about the produce I can actually get take back to the van. Yeah. And we live off of the local produce from the city that we're in. Yeah. I think... Well, and I'm also, I've decided that I'm going to pack a vase because I think I want to get fresh flowers every now and then for whenever we're parked for a few days because that's a... That's very life-giving That's for you. a thing that I ne- I like in my life. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's great. I want to plant. I think of, I think of all the places, I was, I was telling my therapist today, uh, she, she was asking me like, when you think about the future and you think about van lifing the way that you're going to do it, what... What is something that you want from it? And I thought about the time on our first trip to the West Coast. Hmm. We were, everyone in the band was reading East of Eden at the same time. Yeah. And we were going up, uh, I think it's the one. Is it the 101 or the one? I don't know. I'm not to make this a Californian sketch from SNL, but uh, we were going from LA to San Francisco. And the whole book, East of Eden, is about the Salinas Valley. And we passed through Salinas Valley as we were reading East of Eden. And it said the John Steinbeck Museum, this exit. And we took that exit as a band. We went we went roaming through the John Steinbeck Museum. Such an musician. impromptu. Such an impromptu thing. It felt surreal reading about it in East of Eden and getting to go there. And what I told my therapist was, I would love to go back to Salinas Valley to 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 prove to past Jeremiah that it didn't end because of COVID. Woo! Yeah. Babe. That's what I told her. Big time. And that makes me sad. Yeah. And just 
and like I want to be. We able... always thought it was the freaking lake trip, but it's yeah. this whole time you've just been right. So that... <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, no, no. It's, it, it felt very profound. It felt very important for Remember me that to rocking say. chair we took a picture in. Yep, and I just, I just want to like, I want my future to look like my past in a specific, in a very specific way that I've never felt before. Mm. Which is like, I want to go back in time three years, but I want to, I want to do it in a way that I, I. Because I took forward. it for granted. Yeah. I took it for granted back then. You for sure did. Because like in those moments back then, um, and I think I've told you this before, so I don't, I hope this is not offensive. And I think you would say this about yourself. Mm-hmm. But in those moments back then, you would have said that wasn't enough. Oh, I know I would have. I know I would have. And, uh, and you don't say that anymore. I don't say that anymore. But it was like I was telling my therapist today, I want more but I will settle for what I had. Like mm-hmm. what I had was enough and I get that now. Yeah. And um, I think that's a good, I think that's a good note to, to end on. If you, <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. That's if you want to jump over to, to Patreon, uh, but we can explore more of this stuff. I just want to say um, if you want to follow along in the journey, uh, Patreon would be a great way to do it. Yeah. We just, we just did an unboxing video of that Amazon order. And then the toilet. We're gonna like yeah. post that to Patreon. That's the type of content. It's almost like we just want to document this journey, and we feel like Patreon is like a good, intimate place to do that because we. It's not necessarily something. I don't know. I think it, that's just like a Patreon thing. Yeah, but we'll also like we'll we'll we're not gonna not post on social media. Yeah, we'll also like have a vlog from the road, like every van lifer does. We'll, you know, we're, we're still working on a new album. We're still working on all the stuff. Like we're not going to become van lifers and that's what our job is by any means, but it, we definitely want to. Or does it? <laughs> I mean, we thought we'd be in a house right now. No, no. What I mean is, uh, I don't want to be, Oh, Jeremiah hashtag van life. Like I mean, we're, st- we're still a band. Be open to possibility. No, thank you. With my nutrition background, with your driving intelligence, we're obviously going to get sponsored. Obviously. Um, <laughs> athletic Greens. No. Uh, so, you know, if you want to support us on that journey, Patreon is definitely the best way to do it. I've never had Athletic Greens, so I can't attest to that. Just okay. a sidebar. Got it. Okay. But also, like, come to these shows because we're going to be playing shows for the next year for sure. For sure. And, oh, I guess we need to be specific. We're we're starting this journey in November. We never explicitly said yes, that. Yes, we're, get, we're, we're taking some time to, like, get – some things in order. Yeah, because the van isn't totally ready. We only have 200 watts of solar. We need at least 600. Need, yeah, like we need we, to get some stuff. We the, got some stuff we got to do. The toilet just came in today. It's also expensive. Yeah. So uh, we're giving ourselves till November. To be And then we're starting the journey. Adults. Yes. All right. Let's jump over to Patreon. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon.